0: hello hey okay period okay so episode two yeah. so welcome back to our podcast or my podcast My mm-hmm. and friends okay so we have my girl leah robinson on you know the yeah. vibes hey guys
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so the last time we went over a couple of topics such as manifestation went over different types of relationships different types of girls first kiss you know we kind of dove deep into different topics but today We're going to kind of continue our conversation on toxic relationships. And Mm -hmm. if you and your friend like the same guy, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Uh, And social media, we're going to kind of dig into that a little bit. So first things first, I almost feel like we should go into if you and your friend like the same guy. What yeah. to do yeah. because that that kind of happened to us a little bit it, no
1: it it technically did happen did yeah, it did it was crazy because Er and I have been friends for a really long time, and Absolutely. that's like the one fight we really had the one fight <laughs> and so, so yeah, so go ahead, no, you can kind of get into it, okay,
0: well, so Leah and I there was this one guy she knew him prior, and I met him at this party, and I thought he was super cute, and I'm like, Leah who is that please introduce me and -hmm. she's like oh I know him girl let me introduce you real quick so I go over there I meet him and I'm like oh my god like this is it you know little freshman 14 year old me thinking this would be my man for real like like the love of your life literally (laughs) would I tell you I was crazy (laughs) like it doesn't get much crazier than me and I don't know I thought that that was gonna be where it was at but Obviously he was into Leah but I couldn't see that. Well, so
1: let me give a little bit of background. I don't know.
0: That so... kinda caused the divide.
1: Yeah. Leah... Um, so this guy and I we had known each other since freshman year. Um Oh, and... Leah's a year older than yeah. you, by the way. So... Just to because I didn't say that in the last
0: episode, but Leah's currently a senior and I'm a yeah. junior. So yeah. yeah. So
1: me and this guy have been friends since like freshman year. Like I met him because he wanted to get put on with me. And so like me and this guy had like tried so many times like you know this whole like dating thing talking thing whatever and it just never worked it was like every time like it kind of got super serious like you know it was lost like the connection was lost and so when I was at this part with Aaron like the guy and I had just agreed to be friends like we were totally chill I, like had no feelings for him no strings attached and so that's why I was like oh period Aaron like yeah I can totally introduce you like period girl get on that you know
0: Mm -hmm. and plus at this time Leah and I had really just started to develop our friendship so I hadn't known anything about her and him prior to this so I was like okay like this is it this is perfect and we have a common friend like this is gonna be great yeah um but little bit I know so time progressed Mm -hmm. um I'm talking to the guy or like texting him on snap or whatever it's not really going like it's not really flowing like I was used to personally because The last guy I had talked to was like my friend from like middle school and like I had known him since like kindergarten obviously so I'm used to like just like hey like what's up blah 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 Mm -hmm. but I'm not used to like having a flirt from scratch so I didn't really know if that was how it was supposed to be I'm like why is this not flowing like is he not into me and I I feel like I beat myself up a lot of like times over it because I'm like is it me like does he think I'm ugly? Am I too tall? Am I too this? Am I too that? You know.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: if he had things with someone else, like that's not my fault. But yeah. I, I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, and so basically it all kind of boiled down one night. We were at Six Flags. It was like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get too much Ooh, into the logistics of that. The Six Flags night, man. <laughs> I tell you, literally, it was. It's just such a funny story
0: because yeah. the fact that I was 14 and all that stuff was happening is quite crazy to me. Um, but yeah, so. This was my freshman year mm-hmm. and Leah's sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And so the guy said that he was gonna be at Six Flags that night for Fright Fest. Mm-hmm. So it was in October, kinda chilly, and I'm like, Oh my god, Leah, like this is it, like this is perfect. Right. And I just wanna like,
1: I just wanna add in that there was another guy, like a separate guy who was there, mm-hmm. but I was like Yeah,
0: we're gonna get into that because yeah.
1: that kind of fits into talking
0: to older guys because the guy that Leah's talking about was two years older than her at the mm-hmm. time. So, he was, so he was a senior when Leah was a sophomore. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: we'll kinda Ooh. get into that.
0: But we're just talking about you and your friend like in the same guy. All right. So, Leah and this guy, they kind of had, like, a little, not, like, feelings, but, you know, when there's just always that one person that you just kind of. That kind of spark. It's spark. It's just always going to be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he was flirting with her. I'm flirting with him. Leah's flirting with this other guy that's the senior. It's like a love triangle. It it literally was a (laughs) chain of effects. Like, what the heck was going on? So it all goes down. We're having a good time. We finally meet up with the guy. I'm like so happy. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, should I take my glasses off?
1: Literally, Leah, was I not freaking out? She was freaking out, (laughs) asking me so many questions. It was totally okay. I was like, I get you, queen. Like, period.
0: Girl, it was crazy. I was like, should I take my glasses off, knowing dang well I cannot see see anything (laughs) without my glasses? Anything. When I tell you I'm blind, I am blind. Blind. So, yeah. So, okay. This is literally like the last ride of the night or the second to last or was no Leah? That was, was the, last the last ride one, of the night. Yeah. Mhm. So we're waiting in the line. It's all good and dandy, and we're like, you know, maybe we should go on a separate ride. Like maybe we should go on the Raging Bull, which is me and Leah's favorite ride, right. and that ride has four seats which would have been compatible for our party because the guy brought his, like, cousin or his friend or whatever, and so it was Leah and I, the guy, and, like, his cousin. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, that would have been perfect, but instead, what ride did we go on, Leah? The demon? Yeah, it was the demon. So the demon has two seats in front, two seats in back. Mm -hmm. And I told Leah, I want to sit next to the guy, Mm -hmm. because this is going to be, like, my time to make a move. Leah's like, yeah, girl, like, this is it. And she wanted to sit next to the senior
1: To Six bugs. Yeah. Right. Like, I had art. sorry, I'm just going to cut it real quick. I had already established everybody. I was like, I don't care who is I sit next to. I just want the front seat. Because I hate the demon. It makes my head hurt. And so I was like, I just want the front seat. I don't care anything else. Yeah, Right.
0: And so I was like, that's fine. You take the front seat as long as you're cool with sitting with his cousin. Lee's like, yeah, that's cool. I just don't want to sit in the back. I'm like, say less. So we get up to the front. Of the line or whatever, it's our turn to go. The guy like gets in on the front. Leah gets in the front, and I'm sitting there like, okay, so what
1: right. just happened? Right. So, so the I don't know. Okay, Sorry. go ahead. I just feel like. I, so it was like right there, I was talking to the guy, I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit in the front, like, just, I don't care where you sit, like, just sit next to Aaron, I'm just going to sit in the front, so the gates open, I slip in the front, you know, I move down, waiting for the cousin to sit next to me, and then the guy that Aaron was kind of trying to pursue just slides in right next to me, and I'm sitting there like, oh no, I'm like, Bro, I knew, (laughs) because when I tell you at that point, I was fuming mad, like,
0: bro, the ride starts, I am pissed like the cousin's yes. looking at me like oh <laughs> if you guys could have seen my face i'm bawling my face up clenching everything i was pissed then the guy takes leah's hand raises it up in the air right in front of my face and i kid you not a tear literally shed from my eye like i'm on this ride everybody's screaming i'm over here crying like, right
1: and i'm sitting there like and i know like because was super so you couldn't really see but i was like flexing my hand like trying to get him to let go because i was like you're not like gonna raise your hand while well, my best friend is sitting back there like that's just Literally. not gonna look good but he like wouldn't let go. he was like Leah come on like blah blah I was like alright
0: and like I had to like try to play it off because he was like oh like I'm crying too Cry, chill, because chill. like the velocity or whatever I'm like oh yeah same <laughs> like Leah Loki, I wish we would have bought the picture from that.
1: <laughs> like, I know, me girl, too. I, th- I was on this
0: kind. You probably were mad. He's probably over there like smiling. Like, the cousin's probably <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy. So <laughs> Loki, <key, laughs> wish that would have been a good memory, but it would have. And really so would've. at that point, you know, I'm pissed at Leah because I'm like, girl, I was willing to sacrifice because we going Six Flags. Leah and I sat together, so mm-hmm. I was gonna like sacrifice my seat with Leah so she could sit with the senior guy, and. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Lee. I was gonna sacrifice my seat for you, but you couldn't do the same for me, so I could sit with this guy that I obviously really like. And so I felt like at the time, like she was setting me up because I'm like, bro, if you like him, that's fine. Obviously, Leah was into the senior dad. but like right. at I had the no time, intentions. right yeah. at the time, I'm like, bro, if you like him, just say so, but don't sit here and rub it in my face, like because right. I'm trying to be a good friend to you. And I felt like she wasn't doing the same to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like a a big thing, you know. Like Aaron's super <laughs> upset. She walks over to like the group of guys, I guess it's like her payback, like including the guy, the senior guy, and it's like, Guess what, Leah just did? So now they're all looking at me like, Wow,
0: yeah, and it was bad. A
1: big thing, and you know, they're making fun of me, blah blah. It's like a whole thing,
0: I- exactly what she did. I'm like, You guys, and she held his hand on the ride, knowing that because I have been talking about him the whole because we didn't see him. You know, Fright Fest doesn't really become Fright Fest until the nighttime, right? But we got there at like 11 a.m., right? So I have been talking about seeing him the whole day whole up day. until it turned dark. And so like I told him and he was like, Wow Leah, like that's what you're gonna do. Right. But he
1: thought it was funny. Like he was like poking at me. Meanwhile he was like
0: him. laughing and like I was just so upset. And then the guy that like the friend or whatever, the guy that like comes over that I like, uh he like wants to give Leah a hug. And I when I tell you, bro, <laughs> yeah. I looked at Leah like, if you get up, I will never talk to you again. Like I know. And, like, I don't know. And then eventually, we started walking off, going back to the bus. And I told this girl that likes the senior guy that Leah likes also. So, obviously, the girl doesn't like Leah because she wants the senior guy Mm. as well as Leah. So, they're kind of, like, not, like, fighting over him, but there's a little rivalry there. Right. And so... I tell her, you know, just even more to get back at her because I felt like what she did was inexcusable. And I was like, maybe if I do this and, like, maybe if I mess up her relationship, she's going to understand how it feels. So I tell her exactly what Leah did. So, like, she has leverage on Leah as, like, who can win the guy, which is so dumb. Like, so stupid.
1: Yeah. Honestly, so, like, I guess it just kind of ties into, like, I don't know It was just like a lot of things could have gone differently that night and like mm-hmm. a lot of things could have happened to prevent that but it didn't and so like I feel like I learned a lot about like just it's just like I learned that like at the end of the day even though I really wanted the front seat like I just really like could have been like wait let me get up real quick even though like the raspberries are like there's just a lot of things that could have happened or I could have like let Aaron go first and sat the and right. like I just wasn't thinking straight and like, I, I was mean- just so wrapped around. Like, let me get this front seat. I don't care. I want the front seat, which really just should not have.
0: And like me, obviously, I went wrong with spreading our business, me and Leah's personal business, to a group of people and someone obviously Leah was not really rocking with. Mm -hmm. And like, that was my problem. I was trying to get back at her. And it didn't even make me feel better. Like, that was low-key the worst part. Because Mm -hmm. even after all that, I still felt like crap because, like, I feel like I'm losing my best friend. So it wasn't even like getting back at her was, like, really doing anything for me, which was, like, the worst part. So I just learned, like, honestly, if you're having a problem with your friend, especially Mm -hmm. over a guy,
1: talk Mm -hmm. it out. Because, bro, it's,
0: like, it's never worth it. Because literally later that night, I felt like crap. And, like, around, like, 2 a.m., Leah and I called. We talked, like, for, like, over an hour. And we just were like, I'm so sorry. Like, never again.
1: We just, like, laid everything on the table. We're just completely honest. And I also think that if you and your friend are fighting over a guy, first of all, you should never, like... Fight over a guy. And I'm talking right. about fist fight, like, jeopardize anything over a guy. Like, it's just not worth it. Like, exactly. honestly, guys are just stupid sometimes. And I think that it just really helps if you're just completely transparent with your friend about, like, your intentions, what happened. Like, lying is just, like, the worst thing you could possibly do in that instance.
0: Right. And, like, it's kind of funny because Leah and I, we literally have opposite types. So exactly. for us to like the same guy was very rare. <laughs> it's, it's still very rare. That right. has never happened
1: never yeah like
0: and I don't think it will happen for a long time right if it ever happens if it ever happens again because we're (laughs) I never want to go through that ever again but like I'm saying like that was just one of so I think that would be my advice if someone's like if you guys are friends and you like the same guy honestly
1: just talk it out because it's not
0: worth losing the friendship over one guy it really trust me especially if you're in high school
1: right and I know that in the moment, like, there's situations like, Aaron and I couldn't take space off and, like, come back. But if right. you're in a situation where you can take space off, a friend told Do- a friend told Aaron once, and he told her, he was like, give it 24 hours, and if you're still mad, confront them within 48. And I think that that is, like, such an important thing to live by yeah. because I really feel like if Aaron and I, like, took a step back, took, like, the day off from each other, we would have came back and, like, really, it would have just, the situation would have escalated different
0: yeah exactly that's what i'm saying i don't know i think us reacting off of our first emotion like my first intent was like how can i hurt her back and like that really jeopardized our friendship in the long run right and And i
1: just like i wasn't even mad like i knew i messed up but i also knew that like she didn't see the pack the part where like i sat down first he's sitting next to me he like she didn't see me trying to like fight him to get my hand out so like I just felt defeated. Yeah. Was
0: Leah sitting next to him and them holding hands. And honestly, that's where perspective comes into play. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I just
1: felt like, and Aaron, like, I was like, Aaron, like, I tried to grab her. I was like, let's talk. And she was like, no, like, she was super pissed. So I just kind of like, just felt defeated. I just like let her go and do her like little get back at me thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So speaking of like getting into relationships or that sort of thing. So, I don't know. I feel like Leah and I, I talked about this in the last podcast, but Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're, you could be an Aaron or Leah, and sometimes you can be both or you can be neither of us, low-key. But I think that, like, okay, Leah, like, I'm just, I'm not trying to be like that, but Leah, you tend to get bored, like, in relationships very quickly because I don't know what it is, but like with me, I usually just stay content as long as like me and that person have different things to talk about. But Leah, like, tends to get bored.
1: I do, so, yeah. What just, do you
0: think is good advice on, like, when you get bored
1: Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, because I get bored really fast, and that just ties into, like, me falling too quick, I guess, in a mm-hmm. way, because, like, yeah. I give my all super quick, and then I, like, kind of get fizzled out, and I get tired, but I guess my advice is, like, I'm one for, like, I love being happy. I love being at my best. And if it's feeling like a bother for me to be with somebody, then I just feel like it's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. Like, we should just split our ways. We can still be friends, still end on good terms. Like, if I'm bored, like, I just feel like for me personally, there's just no way for me to, like, you know, get back. I just think that it's just time for me to, like, step back and, like, you know, get out of the relationship. Because I just, yeah.
0: Great. Right, no, same. Like, yeah. well, I kind of see what like exactly what you're saying. Like with me, I feel like I'm on like the other opposite end of the spectrum where I feel like I'm so guarded with my heart. Like, cause I just never like I never want to get hurt. Like I literally got hurt one time and it was mm-hmm. possibly it like the worst pain yeah. like I've ever felt. And like mm-hmm. I just never like wanted to get like that ever again. Like even now, like with my current boyfriend, like mm-hmm. I, like Leah, bro. When I tell you, Leah had to call me so many times at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning when I'm right. freaking out. Like you know, what, girl, I really just don't know because what if we break up and what if we and but but, but,
1: but, but right like, like all these what ifs. I'm like, girl, don't and talk, Leah's like, just go for it. I right. think
0: like, literally my favorite thing. Don't bother us trouble. Right. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of the thing so if you get bored and then you feel like it's not worth your time anymore it's right. probably best and that's I also just saying.
1: feel like <laughs> if you feel bored one day like obviously a relationship is just going to be a lot of up and downs it's never going to be like straight continuous up mm-hmm. so I also just feel like if you're having like down dates back to back where you're just not feeling it like I still think that it's not like an erratic decision or not erratic like a quick decision that you need to make like you need to obviously f- be feeling this way for like a week or so just so that you can make sure that it's really what you want. You know, like I don't think that there's a point in, staying in a relationship that you don't want to be in.
0: Exactly. And I know it's easier
1: said than done, but like, trust me, it's better that way. Like you're not wasting either of your time.
0: Period. Yeah. And I think for the last topic, we should get into the juicy stuff. So social media. <laughs> so like social media plays such a big role in so many relationships today and like friendships and just our lives, period. Like, period. Right. honestly, those are probably my most used apps: is Snapchat, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok. Right. And so, like, mm-hmm. that's how I solidify a relationship as public. Is like, mm-hmm. if I post something on my story of me and this person, we're now officially a public relationship. Like, mm-hmm. people know about us. Like, it's not just us two anymore, and whoever else I told. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, I like my. I'm like want to propose a question: like, how do you handle putting your relationship out there if you guys haven't been public from the start?
1: Yeah, so I can definitely speak on personal experience with this. Um, I was in a relationship. Um, this guy was pretty well-known. You know, he had a lot of eyes on him. Not like he was famous or anything. But, right, no, <laughs> like, know. they're
0: going to, like, look it up, and it's going to be, like, right. Chris Brown anyways. Right,
1: literally, no. But, he, you know, just people were watching him all the time, constantly. And um, when we made our relationship public. Like, we were in our own little bubble. Like, you know, we were building a strong foundation, and then we made our relationship public like, the amount of people that, like, slid up and were, like, commenting and being, like, hmm, like, it was really alarming to me. Like, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. And it made me a little bit, like, huh, that's so weird. Like, this many people really care. Mm-hmm. Um, But I just think it's really important to, like, build a foundation before you make it public. And also make sure that this guy or girl or the person in general is, like, really willing to, like, stick with you. Like, you don't want to just, you know, be posting every single guy and, like, it just ending quickly. And, like, you know, like if you post a guy, you want to make sure and if they post, you you want to make sure like it's actually going to be something right. for real um, because people's opinions like now people are looking out for your man or your girl or your person exactly. for you as well. So like you're going to have people calling you being like, oh, I saw him doing this or I saw her doing that. And mm-hmm. that can really get to you. But you just have if you have a strong foundation, if you have good communication skills with your partner, like you're going to be able to get through it. But I really don't think if you're like kind of in a weak state or like kind of while we are fresh and new, like I think that you should definitely like wait it out for sure um, and make sure. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Sharing on social media is really nothing to play with. Like it may seem minor, but once it's out there, it is out there and word spreads Mm -hmm. so fast. Like, I don't know why, but I feel like everybody in every Chicago area, I mean, every Chicago area and every like (laughs) Chicago high school Knows each other from somewhere like right we're, we're all connected. connected yeah like and it's so crazy to me like why is. is that why? like that but i right like even with social media like in terms of just being single or like by yourself like I know I struggled a lot like with confidence issues around like 14 like mm-hmm. like I don't know just when I turned 14 something like changed when I was going to high school like because I saw all these girls on social media like with boyfriends and like I was still single or like just by themselves like living their best lives and I was like why am I not doing that like I had a lot of confidence issues looking at other people and like honestly Mm -hmm. I feel like now I'm just so much happier I let mm-hmm. that go. And it and it's so much easier said than done. Because mm-hmm. I remember being in that same people like, Aaron, you're so gorgeous. Like, why are you feeling like this? And I, I didn't know. Like, I don't know why I felt like I was ugly. I don't know why I felt like I was too tall to ever be liked. like. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even really that tall. Like, that's the funny thing. <laughs> and
1: we love our tall queens. Right. right we
0: love our tall... Like, literally every time I see a tall girl, I, like, want to start clapping for her. Because I'm like, you just did that, queen. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's almost like you have to start letting yourself, like, believe that you are that girl. Like... Because if you don't, like, you're never going to get out of, like, feeling like that. Exactly. And, like, I didn't know why I was feeling like that, honestly. And, like, honestly.
1: going along with that, like, obviously in, like, a comp- like a different light, but, like, going along with that, it's really easy to get, like, sidetracked and discouraged by, like, social media couples, you know? Like, they create this mm-hmm. perfect picture where, like, you know, they're lovey-dovey all the time and, you know, they're just perfect and you're like, wow, I really want a relationship to be like this all the time. But one right. thing I really had to learn is that relationship is so hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's really hard. And you're not going to have complete updates. There's going to be some days where you're like, wow, I really think I should end it. And, like, mm-hmm. that's completely okay. Or, like, you're going to have some bad arguments. Or you guys are just not going to see eye to eye on, like, some stuff. And, like, that's really what social media fails to show, like, And, like, honestly, yeah.
0: And, like, Lee, I want to get into, like, social media couples because, honestly, like, okay, when I hear the word social media couples, I start thinking about, like, the people on my, like, For You page or my right. explore page, like, right. with thousands of likes. But that, that doesn't even have to be social media couples. Like, I know people personally, like, in high school, like, people that, like, I know or, like, people that my friends know, like, that I have added on Snapchat and that have added me back. And, like, I'll see them together and I'm, like they're so cute and like i would even consider them a social media couple even though i know them like in real life Mm -hmm. something about their relationship just seems like so like i don't even know what the word is because i wouldn't say artificial because it just sounds perfect perfect like dreamy like they i mean do they even ever fight but then you hear about stuff that goes on behind the scenes and i'm like wow like i really just cannot believe that so it's just hard not believing everything you see but like once you start training yourself not to believe everything you see and like also taking breaks from social media is so important mm-hmm. like right. I don't know something like and I know people always say like oh go get off your phone like and like for a minute that didn't like help me like at first like mm-hmm. I took like a week off of Instagram and I still felt like crap but like mm-hmm. still like taking breaks and like giving myself time to do what I love like write or in read. my journal yeah. read like, just do stuff that I draw, like, stuff I genuinely enjoy. It reminded me of, like, who I am and mm-hmm. why, like, I love being myself. And, like, right. why I'm comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. Because, like, when you're it's on so social important. media, it's so easy to, like, look at people and be like, I don't like how I look. I don't like the hobbies I have. I don't like this. I I don't like that I listen to this music. But once you strip yourself of that and realize, like, because when you're a kid, you don't feel those sorts of feelings. And you mm-hmm. want to know why? It's because it's just you. Like, mm-hmm. you're comfortable with who you are because it's just who you are. Exactly. So once you start comparing yourself, That's then you start changing who you are. Exactly. But, like, once you strip yourself of that and it's just you, like, it's just so much easier to, like, really love am. yourself.
1: And I really think that, just circling back to relationships, like, you really can't be in a good relationship if you're not in a good place with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, Mentally, so- yeah. And I know I, like, mentioned that in the other um episode we did but like self-love like i can't stress that enough you can't be in a relationship if you don't love yourself and like you always have to put yourself first and like i know it sounds kind of selfish but that really is how you how you have to be in this world and you also just have to remind yourself that like no relationship is perfect and you have to be super patient understanding and open-minded and if you feel like you're going the extra mile and trying to like compensate for your partner not doing the same for you then Mm -hmm. obviously that's like a bigger issue
0: and, but you also have to be willing to compromise. Exactly. Like, and I think putting yourself first is such an important point. But like you have to also have to remember, like you're in a partnership now. Exactly. And so sometimes, if I want to watch, if I want to watch a murder mystery and they want to watch a soccer video, like you know right. what I'm saying? You have to compromise. You have
1: to, you have to compromise, right? And like, and you also have sometimes... to be like open minded. Like, if you don't really see their point of view, you should. Like, really just try to put yourself in their shoes, understand where they're coming from completely. Empathy Empathy is so important. So important. Yeah, and the relationship, it's not just you in it. It's not just about you. So you really have to be willing to make that sacrifice sometimes, you know. But it shouldn't just be you. And I can totally speak from experience. It shouldn't just be you sacrificing all the
0: time. Everything, exactly. If they're not putting in sacrifices, if they're not putting in some of the work, then honestly, at that point, I would feel like, yeah, it's over. right. Like,
1: and I've been in a relationship where like the same amount of effort hasn't been put in. And in my past relationship, the effort was there. but like I just constantly felt like I was sacrificing like my some of my things that I like some of my opinions, some of my beliefs, like I was sacrificing them just for the sake that we didn't have to argue. And that's where like I kind of had to take a step back and be like, whoa, this is kind of a red flag. Like why can't he see? What I'm like, I feel like I'm always just understanding where he's coming from. Why can't he ever understand where I'm coming Mm -hmm. from? Why does it always have to be an argument when we have differing opinions? And like, that was just. And like, also take note of red flags. Like,
0: (laughs) honestly, I know it's easy to overlook them because you're like, okay, I'll just sweep that under the rug. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. But like, Lee and I, we are big sticklers for like lists like leah and i love a good list list. like that's one thing where we are (laughs) so alike like if i want to like jot something down i'm making a list so like Mm -hmm. if you start noticing red flags like even if it's early on in the relationship honestly i would just almost even jot it down because it may sound crazy but if they start piling up and it's more than like five things then you really have to take a step back and look and be like is this 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 what i want right, right is this really a safe like relationship for me to be in like mentally. Mm-hmm. So I mean I don't know. Yeah, I no think that that's...
1: For sure. And like one of the mistakes that I made a lot in my past relationship was just, oh, I'll just sweep it under the rug. Like we can just ignore it and move on. But it uh-huh. always comes back out. I it resurfaces, yeah. It always resurfaces. And it may not seem like it, but it always does so, like in another argument it'll just resurface. And in my head I was always like, Oh my gosh, like if we just tackled this when it came on, then we wouldn't even be here right now. Like It was just so draining. But, yeah, red flags. I know it's so much easier said than done. Like, that's, like, the whole thing. I've said that so many
0: times. No, (laughs) everything is so much easier said than done. Like, when you're living through it, it's like, God, like, okay, I want to believe that, like, this and that. And I want to believe this and that. But you just can't. Like, why can't I?
1: I know. And, like, a lot of, like, it was just really hard for me to see the red flags in the relationship that I was in. But, like, now that I'm out of it, like they were totally red flags i was asking a lot of people like is this a red flag and they're like yes girl this is a huge red flag there are multiple <laughs> red flags and i was like oh whatever like it's fine we could just work work on it or work past it but it got to the point where there were just too many red flags so i just had to draw the line it was right. too much for me to handle and that's so important
0: when you realize like enough is enough, enough because that shows enough. that you have like that strength within you
1: like mm-hmm. from whatever
0: it comes from like that you can step away.
1: Right. That's so. so important. Like then that's where it circles back to self-love and relationship. Like you just have to love yourself enough to be like, I can't put up with this anymore. Or I'm too much of a bad bee to be putting up. Literally.
0: With this. No, mm-hmm. actually. That's why being mentally stable before you get into a relationship is so important. And I know it's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Like I wanna have a boyfriend. Like, trust me, I was there. Mm-hmm. But like, if you just jump into a relationship and you're not mentally stable, like it's not going to work. Like, it's, trust mm-hmm. me, because you're going to be insecure about not only yourself, mm-hmm. but about the relationship because you're going to feel like mm-hmm. maybe he's going to start liking someone like prettier than me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's going to start liking someone that looks better than me. Right. Or and is taller just, than me.
1: Right. And it's just going to tear your self-confidence down more. And this right. is not gonna, it's not going to, it's going to be doing the exact opposite of what you want it to.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And like, you shouldn't have to rely on other people to lift you up. And like,
0: exactly. I know this, this is so personal for me because like, I always relied on other people to tell me like that I was pretty, or like to tell yeah. me that I was smart, to yeah. tell me that I was a good writer. Like you have to be able to tell yourself that, and like I know it may sound narcissistic, mm. or like that you're self-absorbed or conceited, but honestly, it is so important to be able to wake up every morning and say like, you know what? Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, right. I'm smart. Like
1: you literally have to fall in love with yourself.
0: You literally do, like honestly, because like I used to rely so heavily, and I didn't realize I was doing it, but I relied on other people to tell me like things that lifted me up Mm -hmm. and then when people didn't say it for a while like I was like wow and like I'm not one to fish for compliments so I would never be like you know I think I'm so ugly like but and I but personally I would just be in like a state of like I wouldn't even say like depression because I don't think it got that bad but like Mm -hmm. I was like in a state of like self-hate almost Mm -hmm. because like when people wouldn't tell me and like obviously I'm not saying people thought I was ugly, but, like, you shouldn't have to tell someone that they're pretty every day. Like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you say it every once in a while. But, like, pretty. I felt like I was in, like, a really dark state
1: when, like, people wouldn't tell me stuff like that. And like I would really? be like, crap. Like, you know? Right. Like, maybe I'm not. And, like, right. that's just why you really just have to look out for yourself. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming to our episode, two. Yeah. Tune in the next time. We'll t- dig into... Some more juicy stuff, juicy some more personal stuff.
1: stories. You yeah, <laughs> the <this> stories. <laughs> no, literally.
0: And honestly, I really want to hear, like, some topics that you guys want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because, or like, questions. Yeah. Right, because we have lists of stuff we want to do. But, like, honestly, and I'm going to have different people on, like, mm-hmm. different friends. Mm-hmm. And so stay tuned for the lineup. I think some of you guys are going to be really surprised on who I have. Ready, but (laughs) yes, send me some stuff that you guys want to talk about. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning into episode two. Yeah, thank you.
1: Bye.